Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe, everybody's favorite topic, taxes. I love paying taxes because it means I've made money. It's a blessing. It's a privilege to be able to pay your taxes. That's what I'm going to tell myself. Listen, this is a quick tip Tuesday. This will be painless. If there's one thing that you've heard over and over again on Build Your Tribe, it's this. Do what you do best, but then outsource or hire or consult or invest in other people who know what they do really well. And we're going to talk about CPAs and accountants and bookkeepers and all those things in just a moment. But the same is true when it comes to growing your reach. If you need more eyeballs, if you need more people to know about that thing that you offer, that thing that you sell, that business that you are trying to grow, and you're trying to do that with social media, may I suggest the best deal on the internet? Yes. When it comes to Instagram, I want to invite you to check out Insta Club Hub. Myself and my son, my co-host, Barack Johnson, we're the founders of Insta Club Hub, and it is rocking people's worlds. We have clients who've seen over 3,000% growth in their Instagram reach in less than seven days. We have people with under 1,000 followers reaching 4 million on a reel. We've had people who've increased their visits to their website by over 300% in less than five days. It's pretty amazing the difference that can be made by just doing a few simple tweaks. It's a monthly membership. It's an amazing community. We teach live. You know, you hear us all the time on the show, but wouldn't you like to hang out with us live? We're pretty fun together, I got to tell you. So I want to invite you to go check it out yourself. Go to instaclubhub.com and learn how easy and affordable it is to work with your host, Brock and Shalene Johnson. All right, now let's get to today's topic. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to hire a CPA. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Literally, that is the message I need you to take away. So if you don't listen to any additional content, even one more second of this episode, that's what you must know if you want life to be easier. And that's why you listen to Build Your Tribe, right? You want to figure out ways to make money. You want to figure out ways to work less and have less stress, I hope. I really hope. And if you want to do that, don't try figuring this out yourself. Don't stress over it. Don't avoid it. Don't stick your head in the sand. I know so many entrepreneurs who are really good at coming up with creative ideas. They're great at making money. They're just horrible about the management of it. They're afraid of it. They think that because they don't know a lot in that area, that if they just kind of ignore it, it'll maybe go away. Well, y'all, it doesn't work that way. In fact, if that's your approach, the only thing that may go away is you to jail. You have to pay your taxes. You cannot avoid this. I don't care if you've stuck your head in the sand for the last two or three years and you're so embarrassed because you haven't done what you needed to do. And maybe it's giving you a stomachache. You're really worried about this. I want you to know you can overcome this. You can get through this. It's not that big of a deal. Lots and lots of other people are in the same position as you. If you're a new entrepreneur and you're overwhelmed by this prospect, even if you're an established entrepreneur, there's some basic things I want to discuss with you in today's episode that I hope are going to remove the fear and make it just a little bit easier for you to step into the realm of, you know, 
being a big boy or big girl corporation. And again, these aren't things that I want you to figure out by researching, but these are the kinds of things that a CPA will help you figure out. Don't ask me, don't ask your brother-in-law, because we're not experts. CPAs, this is what they do. They're financial advisors. They have to pass rigorous exams. They've got so many requirements in order to be licensed, and CPAs uphold the highest standards for all accountants. But remember, not all accountants are CPAs. I personally think that you should probably have a CPA. I'm sure there are exceptions to this rule, but CPAs can help an individual and a business owner such as yourself and other organizations plan and reach your financial goals. Your CPA can give you advice on your taxes. They can help you make decisions as a business advisor. They can help you with accounting and so much more. As you often hear me say, it is an old school entrepreneurial mindset that you're supposed to figure out how to do all these things yourself. If you think that you're saving yourself money, time, stress, or anything else by figuring out how to do your taxes yourself and your bookkeeping yourself or giving your husband or your wife that responsibility, you are sadly mistaken. I'm telling you, your CPA will pay for themselves probably in your first visit. Now, how do you find a good CPA? Really simple. Ask everyone you know who is in business. Hey, do you have a good CPA? Ask a bunch of people. And then don't just go with the first person. Set up interviews. You want somebody who you jive with in terms of the amount of risk, how organized they are, how much they charge, the type of advice or involvement that they offer, the services that they offer. There are certain CPAs that won't work with small businesses. There are certain CPAs that only work with small businesses. So do your due diligence. Don't go with the very first person, but there's, you know, other entrepreneurs. And if you don't, go to Yelp, go to Google. Now, ideally, in most cases, you want to find a CPA who resides in your state because they're just going to know the laws of your state. So for example, with the Marketing Impact Academy, we often will have people who want to know, like, is there tax advice or legal advice inside the Marketing Impact Academy? And the answer to that is no. That's the one thing we do not cover. We cover some very simple basics, but we couldn't possibly do that because it varies state by state. It varies by the type of corporation that you've set up or the type of legal entity that you are operating as a business. But everything I'm about to share with you right now is just so that you can walk into that meeting with your CPA and feel a little bit more informed. What I'm about to share with you is not so that you can figure this out yourself, because I don't want you to do that. It's not worth it. It is so much easier to give this to the expert. I promise you. Okay, one of the first things that your CPA is going to help you figure out is what type of legal entity you want to operate as. Now, if you are operating as a sole proprietorship, that's actually not a legal entity. It allows you to work as a business, but it's a lot different from forming a legal entity such as a LLC, which stands for Limited Liability Corporation. A limited liability corporation provides you as an individual with more protections as does a corporation, like in order to be incorporated. But most CPAs are going to look at your situation, how much money you're making, whether you have shareholders or employees, and lots of other factors. And they're going to help you decide whether you should be an LLC, or if you should be incorporated, or if you should be an S-corp. Some small businesses and freelancers will actually save on self-employment taxes 
by registering as an S-Corp and then paying themselves a salary. Now, again, you don't need to figure this out, but sole proprietors, partners, and LLC members often pay self-employment taxes on their entire business net income. But an S-Corp shareholder only pays self-employment taxes on their own wages. And they can receive additional income from the corporation as kind of paid out as distribution, which is taxed at a lower rate. Now, again, you don't need to figure any of this out, but your CPA will know. Your CPA, if you haven't already, will also help you to get your EIN, which stands for Employee Identification Number. So if right now you're a sole proprietor, you're likely using your social security number as your business identification number. And that's fine, but it just doesn't provide you with the same protection that you might have by becoming a legal entity. So many people avoid this step because they're like, oh man, I've got to pay $600 or $1,000 or whatever it is in your particular state. And I'm just telling you, your mindset shifts and you will make that money back faster because you start thinking of yourself as a legal entity. It becomes more serious than just a hobby. And that EIN, employee identification number, is what you will provide to any client if you're a consultant or any vendor or any company that you do affiliate marketing for. You'll give them that number because they need to issue you a 1099 if you've earned over $600. You can also apply for an EIN yourself. It's free. You can apply for it through the IRS and it can usually be done in just like a few minutes. In fact, I'll put a link to it just for the heck of it in our show notes. But again, I really want you to go get a CPA. I'm not talking about going to, no offense, H&R Block or you know, trying to figure this out yourself with a TurboTax software program. Like, I really want you to hire a great CPA. It is going to help you to sleep better They will pay for themselves. Just ask around. You'll find someone who is amazing. You're commingling all of your funds. You're putting your business funds and your personal funds all together. That is a big no-no. Now, don't freak out. It's all something your CPA is going to help you fix, but you want to have those things separate. And I can tell you that we made that mistake when we first got into business and we're just like, oh, what does it matter? We're never going to get audited. We've been audited. And once you get audited, you get audited time and time and time again. And it's really taught us how to make sure, you know, we'll probably get audited again at some point. That's okay, because we do everything by the book. And that matters. It allows us to sleep better at night. And most importantly, we have a CPA, a team that we trust implicitly And it's their responsibility to make sure that we are protected. We oversee all of that. We help to manage that. But it's their job to know the ins and outs of the laws and the very particulars of the tax codes. Okay, put a quick phone call into our CPA. Thanks, Steve. And asked him, what are the biggest mistakes that you see new entrepreneurs making? And he said, for sure, here are the big two. Number one, commingling funds. Even after you've set up a separate entity, so you've filed your LLC or you're incorporated or your S-Corp or whatever, even a sole proprietorship, if you don't open up a separate bank account and you just start depositing those funds into your personal bank account, you can become personally liable. And it happens. You just never know. Like I know this gal who was an interior designer and you would think like, oh, what kind of liability would she have? Well, there was this freak accident and a fire broke out in a tiny little office space that she had designed. And one of the elements that she had picked out for this space 
had something to do with the fire, and she got pulled into that. Luckily, she did have a separate legal entity and had not commingled her funds, so it did provide her with a level of personal protection. But these are the kind of things like you just you want to be able to sleep well at night. So you need to make sure you have a separate bank account. Your CPA is going to make sure you're doing this too, but just keep that in mind. You don't want to commingle funds. That includes commingling funds on your expenditures. So you want to have a separate credit card. If you're not doing things with a debit card for that account, which I'm not a real fan of debit cards, but you should have a credit card then that pays you back in rewards. I'm sure you've heard those episodes with Brett. And that credit card should just only be used for business-related expenses. That makes it so much easier for your bookkeeper to run that report at the end of the year and know exactly what goes where, what expenditures related to the business. Do not commingle your funds. The second biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make is in paying the people who are working for them. Now, again, I think it is worth every single penny that you're going to pay to a payroll service. A lot of these payroll services now, they actually will give you HR advice. They will protect you legally. They will help you to draft offers of employment. Most of these payroll services, they're phenomenal. They'll take care of all of your local taxes, your state taxes. They'll make sure that you're paying Social Security the right way. They'll make sure that if you're trying to pay someone as a consultant, that they actually meet the standards of the legal definition of being a consultant. Like it will provide you with a level, again, peace of mind. And when you do things right, it makes it so much easier to operate your business and do the things that only you can do, do the things that you're supposed to do. Pay other professionals to do these things. It will save you time, money, stress, headache, and legal fees in the long run. Now, we're in a little different situation probably than most people that are listening. We have an accountant, we have a bookkeeper, we have a CPA, we have multiple investment bankers that we work with. We've learned the hard way you get what you pay for and you will make money if you don't try to cut corners in this regard and you just hire the best. They will help you make money. They will help you keep your money. They will help you figure out the best way to protect yourself legally, financially. Now, ideally, a couple of things. So first of all, if you are someone who does affiliate marketing or you're working with a variety of clients as a consultant, then you, if you're being paid more than $600, you will likely need to collect a 1099 from each one of those entities. Now, yes, they're supposed to send you a 1099, but sometimes they have the wrong address on file. There's any number of reasons why a company may forget, may overlook, or may send your 1099 to the wrong location. That's your responsibility. So I would say today, if there's anything you could do Before you see your CPA, sit down and make a list of every single entity that's ever paid you money. And if it's over $600, they need to have sent you by this point a 1099. I think, don't quote me because this is not my area of specialty, but I believe that you have to send people their 1099s by the last week of January. So I believe by now you should have received your 1099 if you're listening to this in March. (laughs) Let's hope. And your 1099, you need to reach out to them if you haven't received it. I also think it's really important to have the mindset around taxes that it is an honor. I know, I know that's so hard to hear. But if you're making money, like how dope is that? How cool is it that you're in a position to owe taxes? That's what I try to tell myself 
every single year because there were a lot of years. There was a whole bunch of years where we got a refund. But that refund, you know, that meant we weren't making money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a cool thing to be paying taxes. I don't know. That's just the mindset that I use. And I just try to remember that paying those taxes is a privilege. It means that more blessings are coming to me. It means that those taxes will bless other people. You know, it's going to take care of other people. It's going to take care of my family. And I'm in this wonderful position to be able to pay taxes. Tell yourself that. The next thing you have to remember is that if you are in business for yourself, the last thing you want to do is feel like you've made all this money this year. And then at the end of the year, realize that you have to pay out, oh, I don't know, 50% of it in taxes. And you've spent a lot of it. Like that's the worst position to be in. A good CPA is going to set you up on quarterly payments. We've taught both of our kids this right away because Brett and I learned it too far along. You know, like every year we would be like, oh, God, we've got to pay all these taxes. And then we finally found a really good CPA who helped us establish quarterly payments so that we're not stuck with this big giant tax bill at the end of the year. Because my friend, you are going to be super successful, uber successful, and more money is going to rain down on you. And you are going to be so happy about paying that big tax bill. I'm sure you are. Because taxes, everybody loves taxes. Don't be afraid of them. Just get a good CPA and let them deal with it. Listen, it is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make taxes fun. Taxes are fun. And then be done. We are done. Go call your CPA. I'll talk to you soon. 